638 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Oh, I keep forgetting to mention this. The uh, marquee signs that were damaged by Sally on the Bay Center have been replaced. So we got the brand new one out front, sponsored by HA West Florida Hospital, and then the one out back on 9th Avenue is also brand new. They're not operational yet. I mean, they're not been turned on, uh, but they are in, <laughs> so they look nice, and we'll wait to see them turned on. Uh, joining us now is our second of a pair of interviews, trying to get as many of these candidate interviews as we can. Uh, we've got Commissioner Robert Bender, the incumbent Republican for District 4. We talked yesterday to his opponent, Democrat challenger, Myra Van Hoos. Commissioner Bender, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Good morning, Andrew. How are you doing? Thank you uh, for having me. Uh, absolutely, of course. All right, so District 4 is the eastern half of the city of Pensacola and the beach, uh, with some other bits and pieces thrown in. Uh, you you know, you've been in office for four years. Make your pitch. What's your best success? What's your things that you've done that convinced me that I ought to vote for you again if I live in your district? Sure. So I'm uh, I'm the full-time commissioner on, on the board. I know people want to talk about part-time, but uh, throughout the state, it's about 50-50, about full-time, part-time. Uh, I decided to do it full-time because I wanted to make sure that the, the citizens had the best representation. Uh, represent us over in Tallahassee and also federally. I'm a proven leader with common solutions and, and civility. Um, you know, I, I know, of course, there's been a lot of talk about how our board operates, but um, the only one thing I want to do is focus on the policies and not, not the personalities. And then I also have an MBA from Memory University in Atlanta, and, and I think that helps me uh, be the leader that I am and, and and tackle the tough solutions and problems that we have uh, facing the Scandia County. So, um, of course, Hurricane Sally did a lot of damage. Uh, FEMA has, has been tough to work with, and it's being drawn out. I mean, we have appeals in right now that were due um, last year that we were supposed to hear something back, and we still haven't heard things back. Um, so the process is just long. The, the Bay Center is one of the things that uh, we were working on, and we're finally glad to get the zoo boards in. And not only that, we were able to get a little bit of an upgrade uh, because we got a better price than than the older technology. Um, but we've done a lot of work in the in this in the district. Um, we focused on um, projects, legacy projects that that hadn't gotten solutions, uh, drainage projects in Maribel and Gatewood. Uh, there's a new holding pond in Ellison. We did sidewalks on Burgess Road with the city. Uh, we put a lot of um, TDT money into the beach the last year or so uh, with doing the renovations of the pavilions and the bathrooms um, and uh, painted the beach ball water tower. Uh, we're getting ready to do the Casino Beach Pavilion. Uh, we have the um, Ferry Pass Community Center, uh, which is uh, acquiring it from the University of West Florida. Uh, our board approved $671,000 contract. Um, or an offer, rather, to UWF. Their board will be reviewing that. Um, we're doing a bridge replacement and um, you know, wood run. We started putting $500,000 of PDT money aside each year for beach renourishment. We've done that twice now. Uh, and then I think the one that, that I've talked probably the most on here is the beach traffic. Yeah, um, yeah, and we, you yeah, and I, so you and I have talked about this quite a bit, and you know, your opponent brought this up yesterday. Uh, she says that the um, the changes that have been made are kind of piecemeal, and uh, she still supports the uh, roundabout project for twenty, maybe thirty million dollars as the end solution. What's your answer to that? So uh, we were able to, yeah, make small improvements that that had big impact. Um, so uh, the traffic improved over fifty percent. Um, you know. The, the first summer that we put it in place, it didn't take anyone longer than 10 additional minutes to get out to the beach, uh, whereas before, you know, it would be backed up across the three-mile bridge, and, and it would be 50 minutes just to get on there. So 
Um, you know, we're focusing on getting people off the island as well now. Uh, we have, you know, we had the technology in place to, to manage the light, uh, but we weren't doing it on the weekends before I came into office. Um, so little things like that, adding the 800 feet of right turn lane to Fort Pickens where 30% of our cars turn, that made a big impact, uh, and it wasn't big dollars. The other thing about the roundabouts is that, yeah, once I got in, it was a plan that was, was uh, in design, and uh, we, we talked to experts that said it's too small, uh, that the traffic count had, had increased since it had been studied. Actually, the traffic count that they used for it was a September number. They didn't even use one from the from the season, the middle of the season, and um, it would have to have been redesigned and uh, added hot rights. Uh, it was going to completely change the feel of the beach. Uh, and so we were able to, uh, to to make some improvements with technology, much like we also did with, with Davis Highway working with the state. Uh, you know, I know you've commented on how you've been able to go up down Davis Highway uh, to the interstate and get all green lights. Uh, it's not every time, <laughs> but it is it, it, it's something I never had experienced until then. That's true, yeah. Right. Uh, and so we're working with with, um, with the state to put in a, a traffic management center, um, and and that's being built out at public safety, and and uh, we're working on that. And that way, we it can control all the lights, it can control the beach, it controls Santa Rosa, Gulf Breeze, uh, City of Pensacola, and um, and improve the quality of life. And I think that's ultimately what what I'm trying to do is improve the quality of life and and have this be a, a great community for uh, my children and my children's children. Um, you know, I was, I'll be, honest, I'll be honest, you know, I, I was actually a little surprised that Myra chose the beach traffic as an issue to criticize you on precisely because I, I tend to see it that way that I think you did a lot of work on that. And the effects have been clear that the beach, tra- I won't, you can't say solved, but I mean, largely solved. So uh, I tend to agree with that assessment of it. There were, there were at least two things that you've done while you were in office that I know have raised a you know, a lot of eyebrows and a lot of questions. And the first one, I don't know it, with the people in general, but it's one of those votes that bothered me quite a bit was uh, when you chose to, to get rid of Administrator Gilly. Um, that bothered me because I thought she was doing great work to reform what was going on on the board. Um, you still think that was the right decision? I do. Um, and, and I had talked with Janice a lot, um, and, and it's something I haven't really – Told, told people is, I mean, she looked at me in the meeting and, and said, set me free. Um, and uh, I, you know, we'd had talks. She knew where I was. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think she was ready to go. Um, and, uh, and the way the, the policies are set up, this was, was how we had to do it if she didn't want to do it on her own. Um, you know, the, the access road that we were doing, working on on Pensacola Beach, I, I needed to make sure that was done before Memorial Day. They were still laying asphalt Blue Angel weekend. Um, you know, I, I think she did bring some, she did try to bring some good changes in, um, but um, uh, there were just some, some other things that, that weren't working out as well, and, um, and that's, that's why we decided that. The other, um, the, the other, the other one, and I know that your opponents made a lot of hay over this one is the four hundred one a. And, uh, you know, you and I have talked many times about this. In fact, uh, you were the first to, to even tell me about it before it was news. Um, and, and yet this is <laughs> this one's hard to justify for an awful lot of people. Can you maybe answer, you know, why why don't if it's a bad thing or it's an inappropriate amount, why don't you bring forward a policy, bring forward a vote and say, let's vote it out. Let's change the policy. So that's that's what Pam told me she was originally going to do before she Pam Childers. OK, go ahead. 
Yeah, before she then said she never said it was illegal. I mean, she's told me I, I did nothing wrong. Um, and, and I, I mean, all I, I mean, in actuality, I was given three options and I, I picked one, one that I was told was going to save the county money and the rate was going to be less. And then when I called uh, the clerk's payroll office and, and said, Hey, this isn't what I was told by HR. You're putting in the full amount. They said, no, that's what the board voted on uh, previously. And, and that's what it is. Um, and these are all things that are set by the state. Um, and, and so uh, it's, it's uncomfortable to talk about salary. Uh, I'm not doing it for the salary or the retirement. Uh, I didn't know about it when I ran for office the first time. And, um, you know, so it's, it, it's all set by the state. Uh, you know, I mean, if it's the amount, I mean, 57% of Pam's salary is going towards retirement. And she makes uh, almost double what we make. Um, so if it's the amount, uh, I mean, here's the bottom line is that but what FRS is doing is unfunded ma mandates and making the counties pay for all these uh, pension plans throughout the state. Um, I would love to get out of FRS and give a little bit more in the pockets of our of our employees um, and not have to pay the the extra fees for for FRS. Uh, I think that's that's the the big issue here is is what does our uh, retirement system for the state of Florida look like in terms of unfunded liability. Last 30 seconds. Because, because the, rate, the rate has gone up from, I think it was like 42, 44% when I first got in to 57%. And that's because the state's having issues. Uh, just your last 30 seconds, because we're totally out of time and trying to keep things equal between the two of you. Uh, what's your 30-second pitch? I know you said a lot of things at the beginning, but uh, you're Robert Bender. Why do you want people to vote for you on Tuesday? Again, because I'm the proven leader with Common Sense Solutions. I mean, we are working for uh, quality of life improvements. We have, we've brought the SEC women's soccer here. It's going on this week. Try to get out to Ashton Bosnahan if you can. Uh, we also have the Sunbelt Championship. We're bringing economic development. My top three priorities, are, or top four really, are public safety. Um, uh, firefighters, when they endorse me, said they had never seen a commissioner that's gotten involved in public safety as I have. Uh, infrastructure, like we did with, with uh, traffic and things like that. Uh, environmental issues. We just did the CCMP for the estuary program and then economic development so that uh, people have jobs that want to live here and our, our kids have jobs when we can stay if they want to. The election is Tuesday. Commissioner Bender, thank you for serving. Thank you for running. I always appreciate people who are willing to do a job that I'm unwilling to do. So thank you so much for that and always being available for interviews. Commissioner Bender, uh, good luck on Tuesday. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it. Absolutely.